Hello. Yeah, welcome to the show. This is Two Scoops of Vanilla. I'm Tristan, that's Andy. And uh, I just want to open up with a quick message to the fans. I just got a quick message to the fans. Fuck you guys. You guys, you guys are literally useless. You guys don't do shit. What do they do to you? You tune in every week. We beg. I, I plead on my hands and knees. Is this about the dick pics? No, I wish. <laughs> kind of, actually. I, I, say tell, I say tell your friends, interact. Be an interactive fan. We beg of you. We can't grow unless you interact. I, I can't do shit, you know. I don't know, what, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. We can't grow unless you interact. Please, God, you're, you're not helping us at all. Jesus. We, <laughs> you, I'll give you the double middle finger. I'll choke you out. I'll punch you in the head next time I see you. I'll, I, if I see you from behind, you're getting sucker punched. Dude, you know, I, you, I, I'm, I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm angry. So you want them to keep listening after you berate them? or? <laughs> yeah. We love you. We appreciate your listening a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we got a loyal fan base that comes back every week. We and that's great. We 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 love you guys. We appreciate it. We just would wish you. I I just wish you you interacted more. I mean, man, we got people different areas of the world too. I see it. Yeah. So if they interacted, could, that'd be even we better. We could be spreading like COVID, bro. Hey. To the guy in Belgium, you're tight. I appreciate you. My favorite movie, uh, one of one of my top three movies ever, top four, takes place in Belgium. I love Belgium. I've never even been there, and I love it. Belgium seems tight. I want to go to the 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 Netherlands, right there next to it. The Netherlands seem great. Any of those fucking Slavs, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to visit one of those Slavic country. <laughs> They're not Slavs. But <laughs> That's someone that Vladimir Putin seemed to forget about. He was still fighting Slavs, bro. Yeah, fine. Any Slavs of the, are hardcore. Any of the Nords. And I I also like the... I know we've talked about it before. The, those fucking tattoo, bone-in-the-ear New Zealanders. I love those guys. Oh, the Maori? Yeah, I love them. The, They're the, tight. The, the fucking... Uh, come the with the, the guy, you guy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I want to adopt their culture. I want to go there too, real bad. Hey, can I say something real quick? Of course, it's a podcast. Asian people love to complain. Asian people. Asian people love to. Yeah, Asian people love to complain about people stealing their culture and being like, whose uh, language is tattooed onto your arms? Who's like you know? color dress what color, what pattern dress whose pattern dress are you wearing and i never hear shit from new zealanders about the fact that people get their crazy fucking flame spiral bullshit tattooed on their arms they don't complain yeah i don't know maybe they don't yeah i guess they don't see it as stealing it or anything where it's just it's spreading it Black people don't complain when white people get the heart with the arrow through it and mom in the middle. I didn't know that was a black thing, or in your opinion, was a black thing. <laughs> that, That's 100% a black thing. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's got moms. I don't know. I don't know why that'd be such a racially exclusive thing. That tattoo in particular, dude, 
Come on. Uh, Come on. I, I don't know. Maybe. Let's be realistic here. Come on. What other stereotypes you got? <laughs> oh, dude, I could go down a, a, a long list. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to open that that can of beans, you know. It might might okay set right a cannon now. loose that that you can't stop. <laughs> Just opening Pandora's box. I was thinking the other day about we're from California. The ethnicity, at least where we grew up and where I currently live, uh, that we see the most besides white people is uh, Hispanics. Hispanics. Mm. We see a lot. I like. I see a lot of Mexican people. And I was thinking the other day about if you're in Europe, there's probably you know there's got to be a country that the, all of Europe th- looks at the way that. That, that that we look at Mexicans, and I was thinking, all right, Italians are probably the Mexicans of, of Europe, right? Um, I think it might be Turkey if you consider it Europe. No, Turkey lets in too many immigrants. But but also, you know, Europeans will go. They don't look like us, type thing. Yeah, but Italians are like. <laughs> I mean, it used to be like that. I don't. I, they're they're the Me- they're Mexicans, bro. I don't know. So I think I think th- you think it's Turkish people. Send us an email at two scoops of vanilla pod at gmail dot com. Whether you think it's Turkish, whether you think Turkish people are the Mexicans of Europe or Italian people or I think, any, or whatever else, I think we'll agree on this one. Especially if if you are European, I, then I will trust your advice heavily on what you think. I think we'll agree on this one. I think Filipinos are the Mexicans of Asia. I was gonna, I was gonna say the Filipinos are the Jews of the West Coast. I say that a lot. No, dude, Filipinos are the Mexicans. I know of they're Asia. the Mexicans. They, they might be the Jews of the West. Coast. They could be the Mexicans of. Asia. They might be the Jews of the West Coast. I always say like the East Coast is Jews and the West Coast is Filipinos. We do have uh, a crazy amount of Filipinos. Filipinos are cool and too. God bless because. Right, God bless. I love a Filipino. They don't love me, you know. Asian people don't like me. What you do to them? I'm just assuming it's your fault. It is my <laughs> fault. I think I'm so. <laughs> I think I'm so. When you call them slurs or something? No, dude. Is there a reason? Nothing like that. I just think I'm so far away from the Asian culture. They're neat, tidy people. They're quiet, respectful. They're, they were, they study hard, you know, they have all these things that are at the top of their priorities. Mm-hmm. Very, the tip top. And you know, neatness, studying, respect, yeah. those things are, you know, mid Being to, reserved. Yeah, reserved, yeah, exactly. Being reserved at, like, near the very bottom. Mid to bottom are all the Asian priorities for me, you know, mid to mm-hmm. low. Like they have honor. I don't have any honor. I don't have pride. <laughs> I don't have any honor. They, they, they're probably, they're probably offended by how offensive I am to them, you know. And to me, I'm not. Yeah, how you carry yourself. They could. They could. You know, call me a slur, and I wouldn't be offended. I don't have honor like that. I love being called slurs as a white guy. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I know it's like. It's not like true racist, but it's always funny just having like something dropped on me. 
in Spanish, um, I mean, you know, you know the word gringo most likely, but there's another one that means like someone with like blonde hair, blue eyes, or like Scandinavian descent. It's called a huero. I get called a huero all the time. It's fun. It's a the fun cooks, word. My hmm? mom says that the cooks that she worked with, she's a redhead, and she said that people used to, the cooks used to call her Baca Suiza. I, which is, you know, Swiss cow. I'd love to be. I would love to get called a honky. Mexicans in my work just call me cunt. They just call me cuño, which is just cunt. <laughs> which I don't know. I don't know how I earned that. They love me at that job. I don't know how I earned that nickname. I don't know if that's got anything to do with you being white. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know why I get that, and nobody reacts like it's anything. Me, I don't react like it's anything. Nobody else reacts like it's anything. You should be clown. Alexa, how do you say clown in Spanish? Clown in Spanish is payaso. Payaso? Yeah, too fucking hard to say. I got the headphones on. I'm a big believer yeah. that if you come to America, you have to speak English. If you don't speak English, get the fuck out of my country. Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of here, right? Am I right, guys? Am I right or what? I don't know if that's gonna, if the sarcasm is gonna translate perfectly just with audio. It doesn't matter. Uh, we have this guy at my work that got hired last weekend, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm the only person. I I might be hallucinating him. I feel like I'm the only person that notices. We hired him. I asked him what his name is. He said. Budman, and I said, Budman, 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 and he took out his phone and he showed me a picture of a cartoon from the 1980s of the Budweiser's mascot at the time, Budman, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's what they call me, Budman, Budman," and I don't say to that. He wears, he's a dishwasher, a weekend dishwasher, and he wears sunglasses inside and a leather beret. Those are red flags, bro. And nobody else in the restaurant talks about the fact that he wears sunglasses inside and a leather beret except for me. If I were with you, that'd be all we talked about. It feels like (laughs) it should be the, like, it's insane to me. It feels like it does. It should be, yeah, it should be just, like, standing out. Five, it should be five days, unavoidable. Five days of the week when he's not there, we should be talking about, like, I should be walking in and saying something about, like, oh, you know, fuck, is fuck me, I forgot my leather beret today. Guys with berets, there was, um, when I still lived, before I moved out of my parents' house, and uh, I'd go walk around a lot, there's a kid... That I swear was on a soccer team of mine several years ago, but um, he'd be walking around, just too, around the neighborhoods, and he'd always be doing something weird in his fucking beret. Like I was walking over by like a duck pond one time, and he literally walked out of the bushes. Out of the bushes. He was shirtless. Out of the bushes. He. I was just on my. I was just on the path behind my neighborhood. He walked out of the fucking bushes, shirtless had overalls on and a beret eating a head of fucking lettuce 
just like he took it and he had the whole head of lettuce and bit it like directly he didn't peel a piece off and he was bouncing a bouncy ball in his other hand i'm like what the you won me over at shirtless with overalls that was my look yeah, and then how then how much more specific and weird I got about this motherfucker, bro. I knew he was weird. I called it. I knew he was weird when he was on my soccer team. Like, there's someone different about this guy, but I couldn't diagnose it when I was 10 years old. Then when I'm 20 years old, I see him walking around like that. I'm like, okay, I can see he's a little he's retarded, yeah, eccentric right? at I this mean, point. I mean, he has to just be retarded. <laughs> He's eccentric, I'd say. No, that. that's what you call. Because I remember he was a pretty smart dude, kid. Dude, that's what homophobes call gay people that they don't want to admit are gay. They say, no, dude, they're just. I have an eccentric kid. He's eccentric. No, there's like this. There's special needs, and there's just weirdos, bro. And this guy's a weirdo. I believe you. I believe you. I. It, he just, yeah. you know, might be a couple noodles sh- short of a soup. That's all. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like he can, you know. Be like a criminal mastermind. Like, he's that kind of smart. Dude, I watched Sounds of the Lambs right before bed uh, two nights ago. As I was going to bed, I watched it. You've seen that, Mm -hmm. right? Long time ago. Don't remember much. One of the best movies ever, legitimately. But there are some Mm -hmm. actually insane parts of that movie. Yeah, I don't. I barely remember anything. It, I mean, you might as well say I haven't seen it because I remember so little. Hannibal Lecter is like you know, uh, ultra smart psychiatrist, psych- psychopath known for eating people. He's like the most dangerous man on the planet. Like he's under like max- maximum security at all times. He's terrifying. He mm-hmm. like breaks you. Da- he's like breaking down the main character psychologically the whole time, but. He's so calm he's, about it, too. That's what I love Yeah, he's, like, locked characters. in a box, you know? He's, like, completely isolated, and he'll do mm. stuff. Like, it'll be dark, and he'll just go, like... I can smell your pussy, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> you know, he's like, you're bleeding, Clarice. I can smell you. You're bleeding, Clarice. It's that time of the month for you, Clarice. You know, and... What's that guy's name again? Anthony yeah, Hopkins? Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. The actor? Yeah. He was good in Westworld, too. Does he play a weirdo in that, too? Have you ever seen that? I mean, he's... No, he's not, like, Hannibal Lecter weird, but he's, like... Is he a bad guy? You ever, do you know anything about Westworld? I've s- he he kind of is a bad guy, but it's, but it's like, it's, it's a very complex yeah. show. So there's not, like, there's no... There's no really good or bad. It's kind of like everyone is good and bad. And we've talked show, about it before. How we've talked about Westworld mm-hmm. before. How it got a few episodes in and it was super slow. Like it was really. It's just hard for me to watch. We've talked about that. But Anthony mm-hmm. Hop- Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It looks. It's a real good show once you get past that. Anthony part. Hopkins looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he, like he looks like a, the stereotypical rapist. Like he looks like a bad guy. Yeah. I get that. He l- <laughs> some, so, yeah, some people's luck, they just scare you a little bit. I'm surprised Jack Nicholson plays so many, like, heroes and good guys in movies because he looks like a bad guy, too. Yeah, he looks evil. I mean, well, he was the Joker. And that's, like, that's the first time I ever remember Dude, but him. the Joker was silly then, in that yeah. movie. He was, like, squirting people with water from a flower. He, he was, like, a legit but, clown but in that still, movie. still, it's like the Joker's a bad guy. Kind of, dude. He's got that fucking smile, too. The, jo- the Joker was eccentric. He just... 
I th- mm-hmm. I think the nineteen I think the nineteen eighties Joker was just a gay guy. I didn't know the what was that? What what year did that movie come out? The one we're talking about with Jack Nicholson. I have no idea, but we know what I do know. I watched uh, Batman and Robin the other day with my roommates, like a few days ago. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Batman and Robin. When did that one come out? Uh, I believe late. Let me look it up. I believe late see. 90s. It's Arnold, Tra- it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Uma Thurman plays Poison Ivy. There's Bane, who's just a retard. Oh, I've... Um, Bane's just a retarded guy. George Clooney is Batman. I've seen it so scattered. It's so scattered. Like, I've seen parts of it, but I've never sat down and watched it all it's the It's legitimately through. one of the worst movies ever. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's got a twelve percent on Rotten That's Tomatoes. What, it said I knew that movie was really the thing bad. Is, there are some movies that are like bad watches that are so bad that they're just bad, and there are some movies that are so bad that they're great. You know that they're like yeah, that's exactly. A, it's a, it's a really fine line because movies that try too too hard to be bad to try to try to hit that so bad it's good never work because they're trying too hard. And some and a lot of movies that are really bad are just straight up really bad. This one is yeah. bad in the best way ever. Batman has nipples and Robin has nipples. They ice skate in the movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the main villain and every single line that he says is a one-liner. Poison Ivy just fucks people to death. Bane's just a retarded guy with retard strength. It's, it's literally a phenomenal movie. Man, I, I gotta watch it again. Damn, I'm just looking at photos of it right now. Where it just looks shitty. George Clooney, I've <laughs> yeah, George Clooney. He was he's Batman, and that, that's a weird pick for Batman to begin with. But that's he, what I was about to say. He delivers the lines with so little emotion. You forget that he's not a terrible actor. It's he'll literally say something like, "Mr. Freeze is going to take over the entire planet." Some basic like that. You gotta blame that, the writing too. That's at that the point. way. No, that's but the way he delivers it. It'll like he'll be like, "Help, help! I need help." He says everything in the exact same tone. <laughs> it's George, I'm just picturing it in his George Clooney voice. Dude, there's a scene. They're flying on a rocket that's hurtling through space, and he's literally going like, like. What do we do? I need to like we need we need you're to get out of Batman. here. You're supposed to you're supposed to know. <laughs> you're not supposed to be able to hurdle through space. You're Batman. You're just a rich guy. Exactly. <laughs> He's got no powers. I love whatever that joke is made. He's got no powers. What I love injustice injustice league. Uh, what is it? When he recruits the Flash. And he said, what are your powers? He just goes, I'm rich. And that's all he said. <laughs> Have you ever watched the uh, Lego Batman movie? I never watched that one. I watched the Lego movie, though. Lego movie's great. Yeah. Better than the Lego Those Batman movie. Those are good movie. movies. But that's, the like, Lego... that's, that's something I like doing. I appreciate a good kids movie. You know, I, I love a good kids movie, man. Yeah. What am I? What is it? Uh, Lego Batman with Will Arnett. Is that who did it? Yeah, it is who did it, and it's actually yeah. really, it's actually really funny. It's actually a good movie, but when I watched it, 
it was with a woman who's currently a stripper who was at my house that it was her idea to watch it. And uh, mm-hmm. it's hard to get my full attention when there's like a girl, when it's like me sitting next to a girl who's literally a stripper sitting there being like, I guess we're just going to sit here and watch, watch this PG movie with watch me. Watch this PG movie <laughs> because it's, uh, Ew, 90% it's apparently good. God damn. It's good. I literally, it, it's got a stack cast too. God literally. damn. Dude, it, it was Will good. Arnett, Robbins played by Michael Sarah, the Joker, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth is Ralph Fiennes, who played Voldemort. Then Mariah Carey, Channing Tatum, bro, what the fuck? It's great. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Legitimately Jonah a great Hill. movie. Oh my god. It's got but, Conan O'Brien in it. <laughs> dude, it rules. The movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> I gotta see this. I'm seeing this today. Yeah, you should Where watch can I rent it. This? I don't you should anywhere. No, I'll send you a website link. You can you can pirate any movie for free on this website. It's awesome. I don't need that shit, bro. <laughs> I don't mind a couple dollars. No, dude. It's there's no viruses or anything. It's just that thing. Oh, where, it's like, on HBO Max. Okay. I it's just, just a thing where HBO ads Max. pop up. You know that it's just like where ads pop up and you have to exit them. You just gotta get an ad blocker, I guess. Yeah, probably, or maybe. And no, actually, it says the ad blocker may, like disables the website. You literally just have to click out of a few ads, and and then you can watch any movie. That's how I do it all the time. <laughs> all those ads will give you a virus. <laughs> they don't, super dude. Careful. They <laughs> don't, dude. It's the same ads that I used to get when I used to gamble overseas. Oh, yeah. What was it? Bovada? Yeah, Bovada. <laughs> I had to get out of there. I'm a smart man, dude. I was losing money, and I was like, all right, I got to stop gambling on sports. I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... And cashing out, trying to cash out, took. it was on Bitcoin. You could only take Bitcoin, and I was like, I don't even do that. I don't do this shit. I'm not... I, I got to bail on this. I don't... I'm not involved in... In the e- in like a uh, Bitcoin. I remember Jacob was junk. telling me about it, and he said Bovada is like when you cash out, that's where they get you on the scam or the not scam, but it's not as you thought it was type thing. Yeah, they it's Bitcoin only, which is not what I was expecting. Because mm-hmm. I made an account for it, and then I'm like, ah, I don't know about this man, and then I then I then I didn't do it. They need to legalize gambling, like sports gambling nationwide, because it's. I don't understand why it's illegal. It's dumb to have it be illegal. You gotta move. I mean, when you move to Colorado, you can. Yeah, but it's pointless that it, that you can't do it everywhere. I'll take advantage of yeah. when I'm in Colorado because you, you. It's really fun to do. It makes you care about random games. It makes you care about random players. It's it, it's very fun. Exactly, yeah. And you have something on the line. The thing is, it's kind of like weed. Right. It's kind of like weed in the fact where, for for some reason, people are just drawing this arbitrary line. That like, no, it's wrong to gamble on sports. It's the wrong thing to do. When, as soon as it gets legalized federally, which it eventually will. Like, eventually it'll just get legalized federally and, and you'll be able to do it in every state. Mm-hmm. The country will make so much money off taxing it that it, it that they'll be like, oh, why didn't we do this a hundred years ago? We've made so much yeah. money off this. 
look what I mean. Yeah, look what I think I saw an article about Colorado with their uh, weed revenue. They're building schools. They're building homeless shelters. Dude, you know, it's, do you, it's huge. They tax the fuck out of weed, and it's thirty-eight percent. It supplies so much money for the fucking state and all that shit. I don't understand why it's not legal in, in every state. In places like Texas and... Especially over alcohol, too. Right. That's the thing I can't wrap my head around. Right. And and in places like Texas and, and it, like, really far-right states, drink. You, you can still get jail time for, like, uh... Oh, yeah. For, like, having, like... If you, like if possession. you if you get caught with like with like three and a half grams of weed you 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 can spend like ninety days in jail and have to pay like a five thousand dollar fine. It mm-hmm. when I was like when I was looking at places to move, politics were legitimately a, a, a big part of it because I'm not trying to go live in a place where I can't. You know, have sex with the chick raw and have her just go ditch the baby. I want her to be able to ditch the kid. I want to. I, I want to be able to. I want to be able to buy weed legally and not be like, like, and smoke and not be at risk of being like put in jail. You know, like I. Yeah, I, that was my promise. Uh, my like where I said I can't have stress about having weed once I'm past 21 years old. That's ridiculous. I can't Dude. live in a state where it's not legal. Cause I'm a stoner. I don't like drinking that much. Not enough to make it a consistent vice of mine. I don't drink very often, and and I figured out by this point what I should and shouldn't drink. Vodka makes me throw up. I don't drink vodka. It's the Ashkenazi in me. Me and all I'm my relatives. Off of vodka right now. Me and my relatives. This are, did me good. Me and my relatives are all allergic to vodka. We don't we don't drink it. And tequila makes me extremely sad. I'm a very sad drunk on tequila. I lay off that. It's very weird. Gin You like wine make, drunk though, right? I like I like wine drunk. Makes me feel like a bad bitch. Love wine drunk. <laughs> I want it makes you wanna like twerk post ass. Makes you wanna twerk. <laughs> I don't know how it makes me feel, but it's um, it's definitely better drunk for me than uh, liquor. I like liquor. I'm a I'm a hard liquor drinker over a beer drinker, which a, a lot of people might a lot of people that I, I think know think is a really hot take. Behind you, Jane Morgan. Jane just, Morgan. All right. Just Jane Morgan just took a tumble. Luckily, I paid probably fifty cents for this record. All right. At a thrift store, it's um, not worth anything. It's garbage. I don't even know what kind of music it is. I just like the way that it looks. It's cool pink. The chick is presumably hot. I don't know. She's probably hot for the '60s when this came out. People used to be ugly back then, so she, this yeah. chick's probably banging. I see old movies and everything. We're like, okay, if that was, the, I would have dominated Dude, in that era. Dude, the the. <laughs> The right, the people that were supposed to be handsome, <laughs> d- dude. The people that were supposed to be handsome back in the movies, you're like, you're like, or the people that could supposedly act. You're like this Richard Nixon looking guy supposed to be like the like, handsome lady killer in this movie. Ugh. 
<laughs> and then the acting's all weird too when you watch old movies. It's it once you get back to like the sixties and seventies, it starts to feel a little like porn acting was the standard of acting. Dude, have you ever watched the really old TV shows like the sixties, seventies black and white TV shows? I watched a few of the original Batman show. People like that. I'm talking ones that involve women aren't cart like fantasy shit like that. You know, like I I love Lucy. Um I haven't seen I Love Lucy. What about a what is it? What's the name of that show? Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. The Brady I used to watch the Brady Bunch. I used to love the Brady Bunch as a kid, but that doesn't fit into my agendas. That doesn't fit in my agendas of what I'm about to say. What I'm talking My brother about, had a full house kick too, but that's full house that's nineties. Yeah, nineties later on. I'm talking about Still it's back, corny. And the corny I love but corny. in the I love in the I love Lucy era, half of the jokes were about like like, oh no, my husband's gonna beat the shit out of me. Like I can't go home like this. My husband's gonna beat the shit out of me. <laughs> And then everyone's like, I can relate to that. Yeah, all the girl, all the girls are like, damn, I love when my husband doesn't give me two black eyes. <laughs> oh man, what a different time it was. Jesus Christ. You know, like I said, I could dominate back then. I don't think I could beat that many men in a fight. I think I'd get beat up by a lot of people. But women? I mean, I would never hit a woman. In my entire mm-hmm. life, I wouldn't hit a woman. She could stab me with a broken bottle. Still wouldn't hit a woman. I'd swing at that point if I felt threatened. But <laughs> if I felt threatened, a foot is going towards the head. In a situation, in a situation where if I wanted to like beat up a, a woman, I think I could probably no. I never seventy. That. I think I could probably yeah. beat up seventy percent of the women on the planet. All right. It's a fair number. There's some absolute brews out there. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question. I just okay. thought of this. Okay. How What's many that? people... Okay. Basketball. You're on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. You are standing. Like, you're just normal. How you, how you normally play. Okay. How many people in wheelchairs do you think you could beat... Before the like, how many people, how many wheelchair basketball players would there need to be before they could beat you? All right, so I think when the number starts to increase like that, it becomes more of a problem of not with their skill, but um, how much space they take up. Cause like, I'm just, I'm like, this isn't the number, but like, there's like 20 motherfuckers out there in wheelchairs. I don't care how good they are, those are wheelchairs, they take up a good amount of space on the court. It's metal and shit that could hit. You can't maneuver in a wheelchair like you can. I know, but if there's so many of them that it's just kind of like they can bear they can create barricades, bro. No, I'm I'm agreeing with I'm agreeing with you. They can't. I'm agreeing with you. They can't maneuver around each other enough. They're they're Mm -hmm. clunky. They're people in wheelchairs are built like battle bots. I say I could take fifty. They're going to be running mm-hmm. into your knees. That's the thing. How many shots to the knee can exactly. you take? That's, um, maybe I'd face, maybe I'd be like in post-up position. So it's getting the meteor parts of my body, my calves, my thighs, my ass. So when they run into me, I'm not taking that much damage. 
They're getting face to ass. Yeah, dude, they're getting straight I'll start face ripping to ass, ass too. And anything then, to they come in, <laughs> anything to to you know for the win. They come to and try to they come and try to take out your knees from behind, and you're just sitting on your on their lap putting up shots. Mm-hmm. Nothing they can do. I'll move out of the way like a fucking matador. They're on wheels, bro. There's momentum. There's inertia. They can't stop. They can't stop and pull a 90 degree turn like that. They'll right. tip they're over. Gonna, I can start knocking them over, too. I can start doing that shit. <laughs> it's a wheelchair. Just you're like, gonna, you can AB them and flip, jump. Flip. Jump into them with two feet and land. Dude, they're going to be leaving tread marks all across because they're going to be juking them out. It, it's going to be a slaughter Like fest when you tweeted out. <laughs> who would win you or 50 blind like against 50 blind people which i'll go to the grave i was with you i was one of the f- i was surprised how it was like i was the only few like very few people that agreed with you on that. one of the few dude it's literally just logic you don't even have to be you don't even have to beat up 50 of them just start pandemonium and dip Knock, knock one out, sucker punch one from behind, and just start chaos and let them all be fighting one another. He's like, where is he at? He's over here. Like, <laughs> right, right. They don't know who they're looking for. They can't exactly. see. Dude, eighty percent of all information you take in is from your eyes. So. Dude, that I mean, that's a huge chunk. People, th- right? People that argue against me, I just don't think they understand how incapacitating being blind is. Like they, they always say, like, I, well, <laughs> before they swing, they can just ask, like, like who it is. And I always just say, well, I can, I can just lie and say, like, oh no, I don't know where the guy's at. It's not me either. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't find him either, bro. I'm, I, I was gonna ask you. Let's see. Here's the picture I tweeted. I found it. <laughs> Dude, it's true. You could for those without con for those just I mean for everyone just listening. It's basically the picture uh, from Kill Bill when the I forgot the name of the group, but Uma Thurman just you know bodies a ton of motherfuckers and then just near kills the them double all. staircase. Yeah. I watched that movie this week. Near, are you talking about all the Asian guys near the double staircase with the with the hot Asian chick? It's the crazy eighty eight with the insane amount of a. Uh, gore and blood yeah where all the limbs are getting cut off people's ankles are getting it's just all the feet just standing on the ground without without yeah the legs. and they had to it's the Asian they had chick, to make right? it um they made it black and white in the theaters because they were afraid of getting an nc-17 rating from all that blood that's hilarious and i did, gore i did not know that but that movie rules i watched it just the other day and you got the same hair as Uma Thurman too, <laughs> in the movie. That's, that's what it makes it even better. Do you think it's a hot take? That I think, man, I think Uma Thurman's hot. I think I, I'm into her. I, th- I, I think she's, she's that weird kind of hot in the same way that Billie Eilish is to me. Right, dude, and I'm yes. into Billie Eilish too. There's something about that weird hot. There's something about that, like, really weird kind of hot that just really gets me. Like, mm-hmm. it's like something's weird, something's off. You don't look normal, but I'm still really into it, you know? I, I'm, like, way more into, like, a girl that looks like Billie Eilish or Uma Thurman than I am to, like, the, like, the hot Instagram model blonde chick that is skinny mm-hmm. 
and wears a bikini and posts pictures with to like her hundred and twelve thousand followers, you know. They all yeah. look the exact same to me. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. I like a girl that looks like cool as fuck. Some of those girls exactly. look cool as fuck. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And you're the first person I've found with that. I've gotten so much shit for saying Billie Eilish is attractive before. Bro, I'd do anything for her. For real. I she I I'd I'd do just about anything. I was also for saying her. she was a great singer and was gonna be very famous before she blew up she, too. She makes great music. Legit. Yeah. I love her, beautiful bro. Beautiful voice. I've said we went to the Kings game uh Last oh yeah, <laughs> it was it was last week by this point, right? Yep, it was March sixteenth. Last Wednesday, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, and uh, I fell in love with probably four or five chicks uh, throughout that game. There were a lot of beautiful women at that game. Beautiful women. I can't believe we didn't bring that up until now. <laughs> Just our experiences at there. I blew it with the chick that sat right in front of us right right away by booing Vlade Divac. She yeah, leaned uh, over to her dad and uh, said, "Why is he booing?" Yeah, and then he, he the, the dad shrugged. The dad shrugged, and she said, "That's so rude." And I watched <laughs> it all happen, and I was like, "Fuck!" There goes my chance with know. that chick. You don't know, sweetie. He picked no. a bum over a generational player. <laughs> that's that's and why. We happened to have landed in Milwaukee. We were surrounded yep. by Bucks fans at the Kings Bucks games in Sacramento. Almost all sides. There was just a group of Kings fans behind us that was saving us from being completely surrounded. There was a kid that sat right behind us who I was very happy that he dipped. At one point, because he was doing he was so that thing, annoying. he was doing that thing that where it's cute at first, where it feels like it's their first ever game, and they're like, "You want to turn around and say you can't fucking hear you? Yeah, Shut right. the he, fuck up and sit down." Right, Giannis is this guy's favorite player, and he every single play he's, he's like, yours "Come too, on, Giannis! Come on, Giannis!" And he's like a he's you know elementary school, and it's probably his first game, and part of you thinks like, "Oh, that's cute." And then after, and then it's, uh, I know. leaned into you. I said, that's going to get old real quick. I said it. I said it too. I said, I, by halftime, <laughs> yeah. that's going to be quick. By the 18 minute mark of game time, you're a quarter and a half in. You're like, oh my God, kid, kid get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Then there was those women next to us with the average BMI of 40 between them. That looked inconvenienced every time someone had to get by them. Dude, if you don't want people to walk past you, don't get your seat towards the fucking edge of the row. They refused to stand up. And like you said, it was hilarious to be a fat woman and and be in the process of cramming cookies down your throat as people are trying to squeeze by you. Yeah, and then the, the thing is, she had her mouth full of cookies. She's like, oh, my bad. I'm like, that's a really she, bad look, bro. Yeah, it's a bad look. She's in the process of deep-throating cookies. <laughs> and, and we're trying to squeeze by. She's getting an ass on her face as she's ch- choking on cookies. It was uh, ridiculous looking. Yeah, it was. Oh, God. I feel bad for people like that. It's, I don't know how you get to that point. It's insane. Okay. Want to hear a funny story about a fat Asian chick? Fat, all right. 
so back when in like God seventh grade there was this chick should I say her name? I don't know. I'm not always feeling when you say dude, the name we have all the 15, time. Dude, we have 15 <laughs> people who listen. Who cares? This chick, who, her name is Mary very... Kate. Her name's Mary Kate. All right. I mean, the and first she... name is fine. <laughs> you said like a first and last name last time. Right, like, I okay. agree. Yeah. I agree. That, but this chick, Mary Kate, she's this fat uh, Filipino chick. And right. she... Was what she I didn't realize you know, I did that so close to the mic. My bad. A hardcore romantic. <laughs> just mm-hmm. uh, falls in love at the drop of a feather. Throw, wears like a Cassie heart Howard on the sleeve. Cassie Howard from Euphoria. Except you're anti-Euphoria, so you wouldn't get that reference. Just a real... Just, just a real lover at heart. You know, mm-hmm. this chick, Mary-Kate. And she asks Feel it. out the new kid, who to this day is one of my good friends, Bernie... She goes out on a limb. She walks out on the on the plywood right over the uh, right over the ocean. She's standing right over it, and she says, "Hey, Bernie, will you go out with me?" Which hardcore swing? I got asked out by a girl once in my life. Asked to be like a girl's boyfriend by her once, and it was by the that senior that fucked me in my freshman year. She made a move on me. I mean, <laughs> I still laugh at that shit. Oh my god! So she says, "Will you go out with me?" And he sits there, and he's a quiet kid. Poli- yeah, polite, reserved, quiet kid. And he—he's like he's a lot like me in that aspect. I've always thought. And he looks at her, and he's trying to be nice, and he just says, and "There's a long pause." And he goes, "No, thank you." I mean, this, he was polite. And the thing is, is, there's a crowd of at least 50 middle schoolers surrounding this happening. People, it was cruel what people did because all the girls like set this chick up to fail. They were like, yeah, do it, do it, do it. And brought a bunch of people to surround her. And like, there's, she's like, they're like coming over to this big group of boys, a massive group of like 25 boys that are hanging out. It was, it was a setup for failure. They totally... Bold as fuck, though. They totally mean girl. They totally mean girl this chick, dude, and set her up to get to get like embarrassed. And luckily, we went to a nice school, and Bernie got made fun of way more than she did for being such a bitch about it and saying no, thank you. Why? Because we're middle That's schoolers, dude, and we're nice kids at heart, so we're not gonna bully the chick that like neat that like deserves to get. Bu- like she, like no one deserves to be bullied <laughs> in this situation. Is the point I'm making? There's not always a victim, dude. Listen, <laughs> he asked her. She asked him out, and he said no. That should have been the end of it. You don't gotta give somebody shit for it. Listen, we're not gonna bully the chick. <laughs> That's the part y'all miss. We're like not gonna bully the like fat chick with a good heart. We're gonna bully the guy that's like tall and handsome and can take it. You know, and like we're good kids at heart. We just like to be bullies. I got bullied. All right. Yeah, everyone did. That's not not everyone did. Some well, people were the bullies. But I'm I mean like the majority has something that they can label as bullying. But I think it's. At some point, I got legit bullied. I think it's a 50 50 split of people who were the bullies and people who got bullied because, like, 
Somebody has to be bullying you. Maybe it's twenty five seventy five, and the bullies just have more power. But like somebody's got to be bullying you. You know, you're not getting bullied by no. There's one. a chain too. Someone who's I mean, someone who bullies gets bullied also. Right. So you count them both as being bullies. You count the bully as a bully and the bully's bully as a bully. Yeah, but the yeah. So you can be the victim and the bully, depending on the social situation. Random question. Depending I got on asked this the other day. I love those. I always get so excited when I hear a random question. Because I'm like, oh my god, I'm so ready to fucking answer I it. Gotta, it's just as honestly as I, I can. I got asked this the other day at work. Do you think there are more wheels or doors on the planet? Fuck. See, I'm on a podcast, so I can't be silent for too long, but that's a heavy one. It's a hard one. Wheels or doors. You have to yeah. account for all doors. That's the thing that threw me off. Is my first gut goes wheels. But you have to account for all doors. The microwave has a door. You know. Oh, you're counting that type of door. I meant like, yeah. You count. Anything labeled as a door. All doors and all wheels on the entire planet. Which one are, which one are there more of? I'm gonna have to say wheels. But th- but what about all the what about all the poor co- what about like all the, the the like third world countries the poor countries and with where they definitely have doors but they don't have things with wheels like there's not a lot of cars. What the fuck are you talking about? Door they have doors. They have like a one room hut. <laughs> are you talking about that was I was about to make the exact the same argument for the opposite point. <laughs> yeah. How- all right, all right, yeah. Just go deep, deep into third world Africa, third world Asia. How many doors are you seeing in those people's houses? But they gotta have something. <laughs> Come on. All right. You say you say they got a front door before they got a wheelbarrow. All right, all right. I'll admit <laughs> where I'm wrong. I'll admit where I'm wrong. You're right. I'm like I was about to make use these same supporting evidence. All right, you're right. You're right. So I then I no, I don't know if I'm right, but um, could be. I'll just go with my first gut and just continue to rock with wheels because that was my first instinct. Was there has to be more wheels? Then when you think of doors, you think of a skyscraper. But it's also, but a skyscraper oh, can't me. make up for the. I didn't even think about shit like that. I don't know how that's. You gotta think my of skyscrapers. Head. Oh my god, dude! I mean, oh but my like god, skyscrapers! Oh my god, compared to compared to hundreds of millions of impoverished people, they don't have shit though. They gotta have someone with a fucking wheel, though. No, dude, they walk every. <laughs> dude, those people in in the really poor, like they walk everywhere. They don't have shit. That look at the look at the homeless. Just you, just look at homeless people around you. They got a tent and they got a shopping cart. <laughs> do you count the tent as a door? The zipper shit. Why not? I do not. It it closes and opens. It, it it leads to the front of the house. I think you count. I think the zipper opening counts as a door. I don't think it's a door. Why though? Because it's like not something that has to, like something that when I think of door, I think of something that 
closes closes, not like just being zipped but that's, up. Or, but that's bullshit. I don't know. I mean, you could change my mind on it. We just started. I just started thinking about it. So maybe if I think about it more, I'll change my own mind. But it's bullshit to not take I'm open. every kind of wheel, every single kind of like they count hamster wheels as wheels. And then not count, like, tents as doors. Oh, I'm not counting that shit. I'm counting a wheel that helps no, you dude, move something somewhere. No, dude, a hamster wheel Okay, then there's probably more wheels. Because um, even at the end of the day, yes, that man, the homeless man has one tent with one door, but he has a shopping cart with four wheels. That's a hey, so. don't put all homeless people in a bucket. Don't say that they all have shopping carts. I live in, I live in an extremely. I'm not saying they all had shopping li- carts. I'm sa- I said the homeless man. <laughs> I live in one of the places that has the highest per capita homeless people in all of the United States. I think I know a thing or mm-hmm. two about about these homeless fuckers. All right. I live in a city with over a million people, so you might, and so the numbers, and <laughs> you might have to you just take my opinion a bit into account, too. I've said before on the podcast, I, I literally think th- that there was a homeless guy that lived in my basement last year, my old house. Yeah, see, that's the crazy thing about your place. There's so many homeless people, but it's the suburban feel. It's not the urban feel, which is a suburban homeless and urban homeless got to be two completely Dude, it's different things. Just, it's literally just a white trash feel. It doesn't feel suburban because it's not nice. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel urban because yeah. it's it, you are, the tallest building is nine stories tall. It's not, it's not, it's not mm-hmm. a, it's just white trash. It's just dog shit. Yeah, roommates of mine or like friends of mine from SoCal, like they'll see NorCal, and they'll see where I'm from, they'll see the Bay Area, and then they'll go like, "What's up Nothing. here?" Pointing to like Marysville, Nothing, Chico, and all that. I said that. I said that is poor white people territory. <laughs> that is that is That's all the that state exists of Jefferson there, right for there. The most part. Yeah, that is the state of Jefferson. Poor white people, dude. I love the state of Jefferson. <laughs> I went camping in an area where. Everybody was supporting the state of Jefferson. They're like crazy white people, and I went camping out there, and I, mm. and I drove my car across a pond. Okay, we we're supposed to. We we're meeting people there. We got me and my party got there late at night, and we we're meeting a big group of people there, and we took. I drove my car, and I took a I took a party of people, but I drove my car, and I drive a sedan. I drive a mm. Honda Civic. And there's this massive pond. Sedans are the. There's way. this massive pond, not like a pond, like a. It's like a like it had been raining and the earth had this big thing, and the big cars could make it yeah. through. Like if you drove like an SUV or a Jeep or whatever, you could you can make it through, but it was but all the sedans parked on the other side and got and the SUVs would just drive back and forth and take people because they're like. You know, you have a really bad risk of flooding your engine. I would start charging people. So we get there. We get there, shit. and our party's been there. Like the party's been there. The rest of the people we're joining have been there for a few hours, and uh, it's pitch black, completely silent. And we get there, and we park, and we honk, and that's supposed to be like, oh, now somebody's gonna come, and they don't. Mm-hmm. And we, we keep honking and we don't hear any response. So we're like all yelling people. We're like yelling. We're like yelling people's names. We're counting down being like one, two, three, and all yelling the same name at the same time. And we're honking. We're trying to make as much noise as possible. And nobody comes. 
and there's zero service for like 20 miles. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and we're sitting there, and it's freezing. It's like 20 degrees. We're, we can hear people talking. We can hear the fire. Like, we can hear everything going on, but they can't hear us at all. And we're like, fuck it, man. We got to get across. And we got in my car, and we just fucking, I floored it. They, they told me before. I was so nervous. I'd, I'd never do shit like that. And they told me before, I don't take risks like that. And the, they told me before, they were like, you have to commit. They're like, you can't bail out How when it gets deeper. You're going to flood your engine. Like, you're, we'll stop and you'll flood your engine and your car will be totaled. Like, you can't. You can't mm-hmm. stop. You have to commit if you're uh, when you go through. This is the do or die, man. Yeah. And, and I'm like, all right, all right, I got this. I'm gonna commit. They're like, all right, you're gonna have to like like push hard. You're gonna have to go on the gas. I was like, all right, all right, I got this. And we're all sitting there. It reverse build and up I was speed. Like, all right. And we go. We get through. And I'm pushing. And we get to the deep part. And the water's going up over my hood and onto and like hitting my windshield. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm like. <laughs> And I just hit, and I just feel my wheels hit the up ramp, and we make it out, and my car gets through, and everything ended up fine. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we fucking made it! I can't, I could not believe we made it." <laughs> my car, um, with my car, if I had like a low tank of gas, I couldn't make it through. It's too light. <laughs> it would start floating through that shit. Yeah, my ca- it just gets stuck. We had there. a bunch. We- I would have to have a full tank of gas to have the weight to just be able to push all the way we through. We had a full it. car and people's luggage, so we had a big uh we had a big party to weigh it down. Good. That was uh I've did I already tell about when we were behind that trucker? I uh, know you didn't okay. tell me that. On this trip on our way to get there, we're driving down it's like the Redwood. It's like one of the, like the the Redwood highways. We're like going up to like even further north California, and it's like one of those things. Mm-hmm. Where, Never been up it's there. It's like before. one of those things where it's like you and three big rigs are the only people on the entire highway. So you're just like the the speed limit's like seventy or seventy five miles an hour. You're just you're just flying, and I'm not driving at this. I'm yes. not driving at this point. Somebody else is driving. Uh, I had bailed out halfway through the drive and somebody else took over to finish uh we people are smoking weed and blowing it out the window of the car out of a disc pipe i've never seen anything like it. it's just this little disc and we stop we're, we're done pipe. with that we're, and we're driving uh driver sober of course you know we're safe kids no matter what we're safe guys yeah, of course we're safe guys you can't 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 put yeah. that on us. I never get fucked up and never get fucked up until the driving arrangements right. are made. You can't t- you can't put that on us that we're not safe guys. It's we're, inconsiderate, we're safe dudes. And yeah. so he's driving and there's this big rig and he's just following it and it switches lanes and he just switches lanes too and he keeps following it and there's all these cars and and none of us realize and he just keeps following it down this lane. And then all of a sudden we see a guy like at the front, like holding the stop sign, like holding his stop sign. And he steps out in front of him. He's like, whoa, like stop, stop. And we stop. <laughs> and we roll down the window and he's like, he's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we didn't know. <laughs> like, we're like, we didn't know that there was construction here. <laughs> we're sorry. And he's like, he's like, fuck. All right. Just get in the front of the line, I guess. And he just like takes a step back and we just pull in front and back up. 
So, <laughs> so we from every there's a line of you know thirty five cars, and it's late at night. It's like eleven thirty at night, and they're out. They're all, they've all probably been, we mm-hmm. were stopped for another twenty minutes. They had probably already been stopped for twenty or fifteen up by them on their own. And from their perspective, they're just sitting in their car like, fuck, dude, it's late. I just want to get to where I'm going. And they just see a group of, like, <laughs> like five, five, five kids college kids, I five college kids <laughs> flying past them, blowing smoke out of the window. And then they're, like, they're, like, all, you know, you're, like, looking forward. You're, like, oh, fuck these kids. What the fuck are, do, th- do they think they're doing? And then you just watch them just par- just pull forward and park at the very front, just skip the entire line. I'd be screaming. I, I can't even imagine. Absolutely I can't screaming. even imagine how mad everybody was. I mean, I can. I'm someone that gets pissed off easily by little things. So something like that, I could know exactly how, how I'd feel. That. I feel like I'd that. have to think it was funny. It, it's it is it's just funny. I feel like I'd have to think that it was funny. That's what makes you feel better about it. It's, it's funny. It is funny. But I could also sympathize that you know I'd be pissed if I was on the other side of this. But I'll take I've it. I've learned. Right now. It took me a long time to learn, but I've learned that as a driver, like going really fast to pass like one car, like most likely you're gonna end up at the same stoplight. You know, or like, or like, you're most like, like you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there at the same time. It doesn't really matter. Like to like those thirty, Except like those thirty five cars that we passed. Like they can be annoyed that we got to skip the line and go right to the front, which you know it's a little annoying and all. But we're yeah, all you're all but still we're right all there. stopped. You know, like what like when I get to go, the rest of us also get to go. It's not. It's not like. I get to go ahead of everybody else, and then they all have to wait. Yeah. Like, on the streets, I have the assumption that, like, if I'm behind this car, I'll barely miss a stoplight, which happens a lot. Yeah. So I don't do that. I mean, if if I have somewhere to go, I don't do that shit. I agree. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't mess around with that at all. It's like, I'm going around you. But if I'm in, if I'm in no rush, and it's not so long that i just can't put up with it I'll, I'll i'll deal with it that was always fun i think i'd be a good truck driver if i had to but I, it sounds like a terribly shitty job that i that i don't want to do just all the sitting you get hemorrhoids yeah, and you do a bunch of you do a bunch of crack and meth and shit to so you can stay up for like 20 hours in a row so yeah, exactly. I was about to say, how how else do you think they stay it up? That's pretty long? fun, to be honest. You just eat a bunch of junk food and do a bunch of drugs and drive around, and listen to podcasts and music. I could do that, actually. Looking looking at it, it doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, I had an uncle that's a truck driver, but he's a more local truck driver, so he's not going insane distances. My grandma, or anything like that, was a truck driver with her husband before he died. Now, is the Jewish grandma the grandma that you're just waiting for to die, or is that the other one? No, the Jewish grandma I like. It's the non-Jewish grandma I want mm-hmm. to just kick the fucking can. I can't wait for her to. I can't wait. It for seems her like to oh, die. it seems like your whole family. We does. do. I can't wait for her to die. I asked my yeah. dad. I was like, I was like, is your mom still alive? You can celebrate that day. Mark it down. I don't even know if he knows if his mom's alive still. I was like, I was like, hey, dad, is your mom still alive? And he was like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mark that down. Celebrate that day down. Celebrate there's it. 
I'll come celebrate there's a, it with there's you. There's kind of a glory to that because, like, your parents dying is always a very sad day, no matter who it is, or it like almost always it's a very heartbreaking day. If you just hate your own parents mm-hmm. and you get to watch them die and be like, "Fuck yeah, that was that was sick as fuck," that's pretty cool. Yeah, the relief. That's fucking yeah, like, cool. Like it's almost <laughs> worth getting like the shit beat out of you as a kid. Instead of having a somber celebration of life, you have a happy celebration of life. Yeah. When they die. Yeah, you're like literally saucing around the room, jumping off the walls and getting hammered like, yes. let's fucking go. <laughs> I wish there was a t- like a type of funeral for someone that like the family hated. Everybody pisses on the grave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's like trap music playing. <laughs> People smoking weed, drinking lean, whatever. <laughs> Getting fucked up. Talking shit about the guy. Everybody's taking turns, punching the corpse in the gut. It's a roast. <gasps> a roast-style funeral. You sit there and you'd be like, Hey, this guy might be dead. I don't have a, I don't have anything to finish that. I'm not, I'm not good at roasting. I'm a nice guy. I, Damn. Roasting? has never ever you started the train without laying down the I track did, okay ho- real quick real quick it's time for the comedy hour um uh, my comedy hour what do you my got? comedy hour is literally i'm just gonna keep it honest literally nothing i've had zero motivation i haven't written anything haven't even tried i've barely been able to keep up on my daily journal i have i've been missing days I've had zero motivation to do it to like do any kind of writing at all. All my creativity feels gone right now. I just part of it as stupid as this sounds as part of it is I just went on a long vacation and spent money and missed out on a paycheck and then I get back and gas is like six dollars a gallon and I'd have to and I have to spend a, I have to drive a hundred and eighty miles at the moment if, in order for me to perform at all and that's a yeah, yeah, that's at, like at that point, that's literally me putting in like forty dollars worth of of my own money, so I can perform a five minute set, you know, one once a week, which is just not worth it. I have a just few weeks. I have a few weeks until I turn twenty one, and then I can perform at a few places locally. Like that's groceries, right? You know? Like literally, like I should be like that's forty fifty bucks. That's your groceries for. Like a week, right? If I don't spend, if I don't spend that money on gas, that on that that on one trip, that same amount of gas will last me uh, like almost an entire month. I don't drive like I Chico is not big. I don't drive around very much. It's like te- you know, I, I the most I'll drive is like seven miles out from from where I live. I don't drive anywhere, so 180 miles lasts me a fucking long time. Yeah, sometimes the only time during the week I'll drive is just to do the pickup, the pickup order at Target, and just drive back to my apartment. Like recently, I've been, I've been, I've been writing down, you know, fucking bit idea. Yeah, I'm always like doing bit, that. Like bit ideas, I guess. I've been writing down, and like, you know, there are some things that I like that I think Man, this will be fun to perform on stage and. I get, uh, this might sound dumb, but the more that we do this shit that we're, that we're, that we're doing right now, the more that we record and things like that, like, I, that, 
and it by itself really feeds into my comfortability talking into a mic. Like I, I f- just by. I Just by doing that. this, I feel more comfortable talking into a microphone, which will make me more comfortable being on stage. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any real update because I I feel unmotivated and too broke and too in like incapable with my current location to really to really do anything at the moment. But, but when gas is fucking three fifty, it's worth it. And it's twenty bucks, and that's it's worth it for me. Twenty bucks once a week to go fucking do it, but God, man, it's real expensive right now. I don't have much of one either. I had a lower than average mental health week too, but I still write stuff down, and it's it's also since I have like kind of like the screenwriting bug too. It's so easy to write things down because it's so easy to like. Or, you know, when I'm doing something or any experience I have and I just have the random thought, what if this happened instead? Or would this would make it funny if this happened? And then I have no reason to not just go write it down. Exactly. That's true. It is. It is. It's a lot easier to do a lot of freedom. It's a lot more open than a. it's a lot more a lot more options than a standard. You know, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I agree with that because stand up has no structure. You really don't have to follow any structure. People say you have to follow, like, this is how you, you know, set up. Well, in terms of how I write people jokes say, that are story People based. say you have to follow a set up, three act, like, you know, set up, three tags, punchline nope. kind of thing. I'm not Which I that. just don't think is true. I think right now, what do you see when you, do you, do you follow comics on social media? Yeah, I follow what them. The, what do you see that, what do you see them post right now? On social media, it's usually Twitter. Oh, never, never mind. I, I was gonna say I follow a bunch on I follow a bunch on Instagram, and I follow a few. The videos Instagram. that they post aren't written. They're never. They're not their written out set up three three Good amount tag, of crowd work. It's not their written out set up three tag punchline jokes, which they have that they perform in their fucking set. What they're posting is them riffing with the crowd, asking people what they do and making yeah. jokes with them that, that go uh, well. Your stand up is getting less and less structured and more and more about just who is funny. COVID weaved out a lot of the people that squeaked by without actually being funny because it's really hard to make it through such a like literally not being able to have your job and be able to come back and win people over without being a funny person. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. It's crowd work. That's what I see. Crowd work is fun, dude. Anytime Sam Morel posts a video, wanna, it's crowd work. I want to do more and more crowd work. I people that I know, you know, and I get to watch it at my job firsthand too with different comics week by week. Of course, some do it more than others, but it's insane to see it as a skill. And I'm trying, like, I actively, like, when comics I'm watching at work are crowd working, I'm trying to, like, you know, pretend as if I'm participating in it. What would I say? And that that parallel thinking. And I've gotten, like, more and more, well, like, it's still not often, but more often it'll, like, I'll have the same thought, the same, you know, same type of thinking as the comic would say when they're crowd working with someone in the audience right now 
because that's the trend. I see a lot of amateur comics that are in the circuit, like the Sacramento circuit, that are uh, performing at the same places that I do, doing, you know, the same small open mics and shit like that. But I see them following the trend and posting on, like, working crowd work and posting that on their social media, which... I understand. I understand you following a trend. I did it too, exactly. And I don't think that I'm, I don't think that I'm particularly mm-hmm. good at crowd work. It was your first attempt too, and Which that is, was I more called, important. I posted. Thing. I posted. Part of the reason like, why I posted is because it was my very first time ever doing it, and I thought it was something. Like you know, I thought I showed chop. That I, I literally said in my in my caption, you know, this is my first time. Doing doing crowd work. I don't think it went great, but I thought yeah. I showed chops. Like that's that's really how I feel. Is like you know, I thought I showed that I have some natural, you know, quick thinking on my feet and things like that. But I see a lot. Well, most of the things that I post are my sets, my written out jokes, and I see a lot of comics right now that I know that are completely amateur, <sighs> like I am, posting their crowd work. When crowd work is something that it takes. It literally takes years and years to ma- like, like it takes years to master crowd work. Yeah, you don't know, you don't know how to work. Skill it. Within you have the to skill. be extremely comfortable on stage. You have to know the questions to ask and how to be provocative with the crowd. What's going to keep the crowd rolling and how to get into your next joke via crowd work. There's so much shit to learn that I don't necessarily think that using oh, posting yeah. four of your crowd work clips a week on your Instagram is necessarily the right way to go about it. I just don't think that that's the right way to showcase your skills as a comic. Mm-hmm. I just see something like that. It was, um, I hadn't thought of that where it was, um, I forgot what com- comic it was, but, uh, yeah, it was like less than a month ago where, you know, this guy didn't have a real structured set. I know it was, a uh, it was Andrew Scholes. When I okay. when Andrew Scholes came, he didn't have a necessarily structured set, but he'd have these punchlines and premises and ideas that he'd always get to and always come back around to and bring up. But he'd bring it purely through crowd work. Yeah, it's hard. I I've said before, like he'd get you know, yeah, he'd get someone to the point to, for someone to say something related to a premise that he can now say. I like, this joke I, I, he has written that I've heard him say the for best, three other the shows. The best special, you know? in my opinion of all time, is Elephant in the Room by Patrice O'Neill. And, and all he does is use crowd work to get into his next bit. And Big J Okerson, who I, I know I've talked about on the podcast multiple times as being one of the standout funny guys of our generation. I just think he's uh, extremely absolutely. quick-witted and funny on his feet. 85% of his of his stuff is crowd work. He's just constantly working the crowd. If you ask other if you ask comics what his thing is, you know, which I don't think anybody wants to be put into a a, crowd work. a category of like, oh, that's his thing. Like nobody wants to be the voices guy mm-hmm. or the impressions guy. Like you don't want to be that guy. But if but when you ask people like, "Oh, what's his thing?" they they, they all say he's a crowd like He's amazing with working the crowd. And some of it's natural ability of just being able to be quick-witted and think on your feet and be a funny person and be comfortable enough to talk to random people. And part of it is the fact that 
he's been doing comedy for 20 years, and at this point, he's just so good at it that it's it can be the majority of his act. Yeah, there's a huge learning curve on that. It's a it's a art within the and art. A stand-up comedian can do stand-up comedy, but it's not all stand-up comedians can do crowd work. Some are so structured. And I see it, too. You know, every single week, different comics coming in, and they're all different. They all got their things about them. Some of them freak the fuck out if someone yelled out to Here's them. The thing. And others play with it and, the cool and then thing fire is it that back. N- none of the reactions are the right one because some of the greatest comics ever are guys that riff and some of the greatest comics ever are guys that will perform 50 shows and every single one they'll perform the exact same way word for word like it's such an open it's such Mm -hmm. an open craft you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want it's 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 beautiful i really do love it i wish i can't wait i say all the fucking time and it's so close now like it's it's literally two months away two and a half months away i literally can't wait till i get to fucking move i get to get the hell I get to get the fuck out of here and get into a city where hot girls date ugly guys, and I get into a, I get to get into a, it's a thing in all cities. Is that a thing dude. there? In in small towns, in small towns, it's hard. Like hot girls don't date ugly guys in small towns because everybody knows you have an image to hold up among the common person that just sees you around. In big cities, in big cities, you don't yeah. know anybody on the street except for the rant. Every once in a while, you know someone, so you can date an ugly. You can date an ugly guy. Yeah, you can you date an ugly guy. Nobody twice. bats an eye. I can't wait for that. So you know, I'm gonna. Hot girls are like what, yeah. That's why I'm not insecure hot, about hot girls. Ugly yeah, guys stand up every week. Fucking brand new life. I'm getting a haircut. I'm not cutting off my hair, but I'm getting a new style. I'm doing an undercut and shaving. Underneath it, I'm mm-hmm. doing it tomorrow. So I'm, next week, next week I'm gonna have a little bit of a different right. look, uh, right? I have a fucking beard which I didn't have 14, 16 weeks ago when we fucking started this show. Uh, I'm ready for my new life in a few weeks, pretty much. What was I gonna say? Fuck! Ooh, the alcohol just hit me. I completely forgot what I was just gonna, just gonna that say. That happened to the best of us. We're creeping up on Fuck. an hour and twenty minutes, and that feels mm-hmm. like about long enough, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. If I can remember what I was going to say in the next few seconds. What were you just talking about? Now it's one of those things where it's like... Ta- I, can't I, was talking about mo- I was talking about me moving, hot happened. girls dating ugly guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say that like I haven't been in a relationship in a long time. But as long as guys that are clearly, clearly uglier than me can get into relationships, I... Have, it builds confidence, dude. It. it really does. I, I'm know. with you on that. Exactly. Like, what was it? Like, Valentine's Day? I loved all of you posting all of your ugly-ass 4 out of 10 boyfriends. I loved it. Feels real nice. Great confidence boost. It didn't make me feel lonely. It, feels it made nice. me feel better about myself. Some of your boyfriends look like feet. I'm going to say that right now. I can't, and you know, and here's, and you know. And you are too pretty to be dating someone that looks like a toe fungus. But as long as that, as long as they can get laid, I know I can too. I can't wait to be one of the guys that people go, fuck, dude, why is that hot girl dating that guy? Why is that, why is this girl dating that guy that's, that, when she's way out of his league? I can't, that's, 
I date up, dude. Girls that when I when I get in relationship with girls, dude, they're mm-hmm. always hotter than me. I date up. I don't date down. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, I'm not saying I'm attractive or unattractive, but I'm. I know. I know when a man looks hideous, and if they can get laid, I sure could do. <laughs> I really. Do, I don't think I'm uh, an attractive guy, but I don't think I'm hideous. I think. I think I fall in the, into the average into the average category. Um, mm. I have no idea where I where I lay. I think I lay in the. Scale. I think I lay at average. I think that's what the twenty-one, almost twenty-one, the, the twenty-one years of my life have shown, is that I fall in about the average spectrum. Unless I'm just wrong about my personality, and I'm way more annoying and less likable than I think I am. Because if that personality the, definitely helps you, I think. I think so too, which which makes me might feel worse about my looks because <laughs> because. It's either one of those things where I, I am more attractive than I think. I'm more attractive than I think, and my personality blows more than I think it does. Like, I'm way worse no. as a guy. Or I'm... Your personality is what makes up for it. <laughs> or, I'm, or, or I'm as ugly as I think, and my personality is what makes up for it. Like, like that's what well, I think, which I think, I think, I, I, think I, I, I have a little bit of the Pete Davidson effect where it's like, oh, I like this, this lovable goofball. He just, <laughs> their eyes are clo- I've always said if they're laughing, their eyes are closed more often. I've seen that before. <laughs> right. This silly goofball is likable enough that, that I, can, that I can settle for him. I, I'm a nice settle guy. And when girls settle for me, they, they get treated very well. I'm a good dude. So if you're willing to settle, send us an email at two scoops of vanilla pod. Send us a dick pic. If you want a confidence just, boost, just have them DM you. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get fucking flirtiness. No, nah, hit hit me with it. Hit me with it. If you want to send me a dick pic, send them at two scoops of vanilla pod. Uh, we'll rate be a nice it honestly. Confidence, uh, straight, confidence, confidence. Two boost. straight man rating your dick pics. Honestly, an honest rating of your dick. Please send mm-hmm. it in. I can't wait to give my first honest rating. Um, hit us. Yeah, with I've a question. never had to. I would love to critique a dick pic. <laughs> right, I'd love to critique a dick. I've never had the opportunity to do it. I'd love to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Send us a question. We love answering questions. We've only done it once, but it was fun. So hit, hit I don't know who you are, one. and I don't know if you still listen consistently, but I appreciate you for that question. Right. We appreciate you. Hit us with another one. Um, mm-hmm. We'll answer on it. There's, there's no shame in it. There's no embarrassment. We won't say your name. It's unless just, you want us to, well, I'll shout yeah. Unless you out. want us to, uh, fo- follow me on Instagram, Tristan E. George, Twitter, I look handsome. And um, do you have anything you also anything else you want to say? Uh, I, I'm I'm about squeezed squeezed out of all my juice. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, recently, I've been bought collecting stock to start it's unrelated i'm collecting stock to start an ebay store so if you like basketball cards um you know i'm gonna be starting a little ebay store kind of collecting up collecting up certain products and everything so if you're into that stuff i don't know if you are there's like 12 of you that listen every week but if you are it'd be the gale fund on you're gonna turn into you're gonna turn into that kid from the old uh, a side hustle thing from the old books. No, you're gonna turn into that kid from the old books who got to travel back in time using baseball cards and get to go meet like Honus Wagner and like Shoeless Joe Jackson. Again? I don't know. It was a book series that I oh, read a as a kid. 
I don't remember what the fuck it was, but that's going to be you with basketball cards. You're going to go back and get to meet Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain and watch watch him fuck like 15 girls in a row and meet like all the race all the racist white guys. That are money. <laughs> It'll it's be mostly fun. basketball cards though, so just uh, clarify that. All right, let's get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. All right. I'm run out of juice. I got nothing else to say. Let's get the fuck. I'm out. And I'm getting too drunk, too. We got to stop this. Later, buddy. See you, Dad.